Hey everybody, welcome to Roar. My name is Sam Spellman. Thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. We are going to be getting into the good stuff, the nitty gritty, the word of God. The, oh gosh, I'm not going to think of the word, la parole de Dieu. I hope I probably butchered that. Le Dieu de Dieu, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to go into other languages. The word of God, you guys can interpret that into your own native tongue, if you will. But today we're going to get into a, um, I think, a classic chapter. Um, and actually, you know what? You know what? Let's let's move on to the next chapter. I was going to do Romans chapter 8, but as I'm looking here, let's go into Romans 9 and 10. Let's see... Let's see what we got in here. Actually, you know what? Let's go to Romans 10. This morning I woke up and I was, uh, I was, I like to kind of start my day by listening to the word, you know, some days, not every day I get the chance to, but I do like to, you know, put on the Bible app, go into it. I'm t- starting and I haven't told you what this show's about. Hold on. This show's called Roar, Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer. And my name is Sam Spellman, if I didn't mention that already. And we are going to get into who Jesus is. We're going to get into the Word. If you've never listened to this before, thank you for clicking on the link. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking it out. Um, just conversation about the Lord. We let the Bible. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He also, It's also said, excuse me, that He's the Word made flesh. So when we get into the Word, we're getting into who our Redeemer is because it all points, all points to Christ. And he then uses his word to build relationship with us. And that's what this is all about, helping y'all's relationship with the Lord. And I get to read the word and, you know, my relationship with the Lord is strengthened at the same time. It's a win-win. That's what it's, it's a win-win. So anyway, any information about myself, check the description or the, the little bio box thingies. You can find information about myself, partnering with Family Mission, all that good stuff, the ministry, questions about the show. Uh, you can just check all that out below. You guys know how to use your phones, your computers, and your social media. I trust you to figure it out. So, Romans chapter 10, what is on here? Um, I want to talk about something that's pretty foundational, again, to our uh, our experience. The last few podcasts have kind of been on a kind of a foundational uh, arc or trajectory, if you will. Um, it says this, Romans chapter 10. In verse 9, it says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the salvation experience. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the one the mouth confesses and is saved. That's how. That's the, the way that we enter into this kingdom. It's interesting, through the heart and through the mouth, um, God operates that way. Through his heart to our heart, his will, Right? his soul to ours. And then he operates through his mouth. He's a speaking spirit. He is spirit and he, he communes that way. So it's, it's powerful that this very, um, for lack of a better word format, it's not a formula, but it is a way. Um, God builds with ways. He doesn't build with formulas, so to speak. There's ways and structures, but it's not like a brick where it's like mass produced. Like think of a river versus a channel. When man builds, they build channels, very straight line. There's pipes. They're, they're very formulated, but God builds with rivers, which kind of ebb and flow and go up and under and around. And, and they're, they're very organic. They're individualistic, but they have a lot of the same features. 
That's what I'm talking about. There's the same features, the same way, but the way that it actually is facilitated and looks is very individual and is very powerful. There's a lot of really cool things we can learn from that. So this foundational way with the heart and the confession of the mouth for verse 11, for the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between, between Jew and Greek for the same Lord is Lord of all bestowing his riches on all who call on him again, back to the mouth, call on him. Verse 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now he's referencing two old Testament scriptures there. So again, the word itself in the new Testament is confirming Jesus confirms the word confirms him. His spirit confirms the word. There's a, there's this giant interconnection thing that happens because it's eternal truth. It is steadfast. It is solid. The ways of God are steadfast. They are solid and they are worth building your life upon. Jesus is the foundation. So what happens in verse 14? Again, we're talking about building with words today. I really feel like that's kind of the, the push, building with words and communicating. God chose of all the ways to, to share, to build, to create. He chose words. It's the only thing that distinguishes us from like everything else in creation. What makes man so special? Well, dogs can make noises, you know, donkeys, bunnies, you know, any animal, they can make a noise, but they don't speak in words. They can't communicate thoughts like that. They don't have the ability because that is a trait of our father that we were made in his image. That is something that we carry being the imagers or the image bearers of the father. That's a reality that we, we get to hook up with. That is something that we build with. We build with our words, with how we say the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. James calls the tongue like a rudder on a ship. So our, our tongue and the way we communicate in our words are very, very important. It's the, it's the excess. It's the thing that unlocks. Here he says, who confesses is saved. It's the thing that even activates our salvation is our words, our confession, the way we speak. So our words are powerful. And then the heart, what we let into our eye gates and our ear gates into our soul, that is because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So hearing the word, God chose a very strategic method of invading the human experience through individual, because it takes individual trust to hear the Lord. It takes faith to hear the the voice of the Lord. It takes faith to open the Bible and to expect to hear. And that faith then builds through our hearing. If we heard the first, first heard the word preached to us, the Bible says that we love him because he first loved us. He chose the mouth of his body, of his people to be the delivery system for revelation and for his relationship and his way of growing. It's the way God chose. He chose words and relationship to be the method of growth. Isn't that really cool? He's very intimate. God is a very intimate God. He's not just away somewhere. He chose people to be his temple. Revelation 21, behold, the temple of God is with man. This is really good stuff. Verse 14, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him on who they have never heard? Again, faith comes by hearing. How will they hear unless someone preaches? And how will they preach unless they are sent? In other words, God chooses them as it is written. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Wow. But verse 16, this is powerful. This comes back to we can hear, it can come. Faith can be given to us, but there is a choice. 
but they not have all obeyed, or they have all not obeyed. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us. So faith comes from hearing. Again, this is where that scripture's at. This is the truth it's nestled in. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Again, I'm going to let that sink. Through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? And did they have? For, quote, their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? For Moses said, I will make you a jealous of those who are not a nation with foolish a nation. I will make you angry. Then Isaiah so boldly said, so again, he then begins to address kind of the Jewish um, where, how the Lord addressed the Jews and the Israelites. But again, this section, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ, the word of Christ, where Christ is preached, the simple gospel of Jesus, of his life, him resurrected. Like Paul says, I always come back to this Christ and him crucified. That's the, it's the foundation of foundations. Everything is built upon that, that has life. Jesus, we talked about this recently in a podcast, the true vine. Jesus is the one we're locked into. He is the taproot. Everything stems from him. You might say, well, are you sure? Does that, I didn't design the earth. I'm just telling you what's been revealed to me. I didn't choose Christ to be the foundation. God did when he created. There is a creator who is sovereign. That's not a question. And he had in all his wisdom a way for all of us to come into knowledge and relationship with him through his son. It pleased the father to put Jesus on the cross because he knew it would allow multiplication and his family to grow and to become connected to one another. This is powerful stuff. But again, how is this connection made through relationship and words through the heart through hearing, through trust, through faith, and through our confession and our communication. The kingdom is built this way. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is not just the church building. It's the people in the church. The kingdom of heaven is not just the thing or the, 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 even just the physical things. The kingdom is the word spoken. It's the life of God. It is Jesus Christ. The kingdom is the family of God, which has been redeemed through the blood of the son on the cross. The kingdom is eternal. The family of God is eternal. This is a, it's a, it's a, it's an expansive, I can't even hardly say it in English. It's just this expansive reality. And whenever that reality comes and heaven touches earth, you know, we sing songs, heaven touch earth. Heaven has come. Heaven has made its home. Christ him crucified, the Father, Jesus in John chapter 17. Let's go ahead and go there real quick. He says this. This is really good. Okay. I have given them your word, verse 14. Wow. Your word. Again, the spirit of God, the word of God has been given to us. Right here, right? We're up here, people. This is so good. And the word has hated them because they're not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Again, his kingdom is not of this world. It's eternal. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one or from the ways of this world. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. 
and for their sake I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. See, notice how truth, Jesus, the Word, God, the Father, all these things are interconnected and they're working together to create a new man by which through grace we receive and we begin to walk in this eternal life. This is eternal life. This is the kingdom of heaven, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Jesus said this in verse 20, I do not ask for these only, in other words, those who are sitting there, the disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Again, words is the, this method of transference, that they may all be one. Again, words can create unity or they can create dis- division. How many know the enemy and the devil and the, the lies of selfishness through words released create division? But just as we love and we speak the truth, God through his word creates and builds unity for those that want the truth, right? We have, we have that choice to make. Again, are we going to hear and believe and, and speak or are we going to hear and harden our heart as the Israelites did in the wilderness? Because you can hear and hear and hear but you can harden your heart through self-righteousness, through, through the lie. There's a, there's a choice we all have to make. I encourage you, make the choice. It's an easy choice. It's a trusting choice. It takes faith, but that faith has been given to you. The Lord has given you all that you need in Christ. You have all that you need accessible to you. Believe that. Walk in that. Expect it. Okay? This is good stuff, man. I'm getting blessed. Verse 21, that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me. Again, back to that kingdom of heaven is with man. The words of the Father are in me. And I in you, so that those they also, excuse me, may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Us living in the word, the word living in us, God living in us, us living in the Father, in the spirit, the reality of eternity and the kingdom of heaven being manifest People will see that and they will know that Jesus was sent. When they look into our eyes, they will see into the windows of our heart. They will see Jesus. They will see light. They will see truth and they will see love and they will see eternity because it's, it's all in the light. It's, it's all together. A lot of these words, sometimes you can think, well, that's pretty metaphorical. Well, that metaphor hides the truth from those who are filled with arrogance. But to us who are humble and follow the Lord, he reveals himself through these simple realities, through just the word. Through the word, he transfers. Through the words we speak, divine unction of the Holy Spirit, the the word of God, the spirit of God, which dwells within us. You read like Deuteronomy. And the Bible talks about, I want you to write the word. God gives instruction to the Israelites, says, write the word. And he goes through all these different things, the back of your hands, the back of your eyelids, on your forehead, on your doors, on your walls. Speak of me every day. The word was so important. The word is important to us. As believers, as followers of Christ, we have to have the word absolutely rock solid within us. So that whenever, again, the word, I said this before, the word and the spirit are one. Jesus and the Holy, they're one. The God is, God is one. He is the I am that I am. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. The Godhead is one. The Holy Spirit is one with the word. The word is one with the Holy Spirit. They're not two separate things. The manifestation of them might seem different just to our natural perspective, but they are one. When the Holy Spirit is moving, he confirms the word. When gifts of the Spirit are moving, when prophecy is moving, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of healing, gift of faith, I mean, all the different manifestations in the gifts of the Spirit, the fivefold gifts that come through the Spirit, the anointings, all of that is 
it's flush with the word and the spirit. They all, they're integrated. They are one. And we are one with the father. We are one with his word. His word is one with us. He chose words to become one with us. Again, same way a relationship is built to take it back to kind of natural terms. And I'll wrap up with this. This is a, this is the beautiful mystery that Paul talks about. He talks about Christ in the church being like a marriage through communication with a spouse. You become one through the times, the experience spent, the communication in those experiences builds the oneness, builds the relationship, builds the trust, builds the, the integration of two to one where two flesh become one. The spirit, the Bible says, don't you know you are one spirit? And uh, I think it's first Corinthians six. Let me see if I can find this. I believe it's first Corinthians chapter six. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Someone cue up the Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Verse 15 of first Corinthians chapter six. Do you not know that you, that your bodies are members of Christ? Wow. That's just our bodies, man. Then he goes on to the spirit, talks about the flesh, take the members of Christ and make them one with a prostitute. In other words, he says there's, there's a oneness there. Um, let's see. I want to find this where it talks about one spirit with him. I believe it's in here. Maybe it's a little bit earlier on. Um, anyway, I'm not going to take the time to find it. You guys will have to find it yourself. But if you look and you go through these sections of scripture, this first Corinthians chapter one through the end of it, read it once, read it once. This just came to my spirit. Read them all the way once through. I know sometimes when I'm doing these podcasts and I'm communicating, it, it kind of in the moment is the flow of something. I'm like, man, where exactly is that reference? Like, I know it's in Corinthians, but see, so often I, I made a habit and I, it really helped. I think in a lot of ways, me view the, the scripture more relationally. You know, when I send and communicate, you know, I can communicate either in text message verse by verse, or I can communicate in conversation and things can be carried in conversation that can't be carried in text. Things can be carried in text that can't be carried in conversation. So it's good to take the scripture verse by verse sometimes, but it's also really good to take the scripture as a whole. When you read the epistles, they're a letter. You don't normally read a letter just line upon line and then stop it. Yes, you can take those line upon lines and read it in a different way, but you normally read a letter one full sweep. Take the time to do that. There's a lot of things that you can pull out of it that way. But the Bible does say you are one spirit with him. I encourage you to go and study it out yourself. But again, we're one spirit with him. It's a relationship. How does this dynamic work? One spirit with Jesus. I am like, it's a marriage as I communicate more and more back and forth. That relationship is built. That structure is built and eternity is built through that. That relationship becomes steadfast it becomes long suffering. It's filled with all kinds of experiences, but it's filled with words and communication. As people that were made in the image of God, we build with words. So take, take some time today as we kind of wrap up this. If you want to leave, take anything away from this conversation, learn to build with your words, not selfishly, but learn to work with the word, the spirit of God, and the words that have been planted on the inside of you and the things that God wishes for you that is individual to you and work with those words, work with heaven. Let the Lord teach you how to pray and use your words. Pray much in the spirit. Build yourself up in your most holy faith like Jude says and see what God 
brings to pass in your life. For that which a man sows, that shall he also reap. God is not mocked. Sow some words of love into your family today. Sow some words of life into your work, into your job. Cut out the complaining and just keep going forward. He's for you. He's not against you. And his blood has covered every mistake you've ever made. So, Lord, I just thank you for those that have been watching this podcast. I bless you. I thank you, Lord, for just giving them hope today and building them up through your word in Jesus' name. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Again, check out the description if you want more information about myself, my family, and I apologize if I talked really fast. You'll have to go back and go on the little thing and slow it down and listen to it half speed so you get all the details. (laughs) Now I'm missing. Thank you guys seriously so much for checking out the podcast. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you, lift up his countenance upon you, and give you peace. I'll see y'all next time on Roar.